aloha. Welcome to Wisdom Flow Yoga Podcasts. In this podcast, we talk about the path of least resistance. Now, this means something different when we're talking about biomechanical habits, physical habits, versus when we're thinking about making choices and taking action in our day-to-day life. So let's look at the biomechanical meaning here. Now, you know that your body can develop unconscious habits just as much as we can develop unconscious behavioral habits. And often those habits do not serve our highest. And part of the path of yoga is to become conscious about that which is running in the background unconsciously and not serving us, to bring it to the forefront, make it conscious and change it. So let's talk about core action meaning moving with an awareness of stability coming from the abdominals, even the paraspinals. You might call those the back core muscles. Often out of unconscious habit and a lifestyle that creates a bit of laziness in the core muscles, we actually will use the limbs and the joints in a way that isn't serving our highest. In other words, we might dump compression into the major joints in order to make the body move a certain way, simply because we are not intentionally engaging the core muscles to support the body as we move the limb, as we get up to move the body. And so it requires clear intention to override this unconscious pattern, which has become the path of least resistance. So as we are developing a more functional core strength, we may need to have that poignant pause so we don't drop into habit and say, oh, I am now going to shrink wrap my belly muscles back toward my spine anchor my tailbone down and feel intentionally that support of the corset muscles, the belly muscles, before I move into a standing balance or even before I start my morning run or take a walk with my kids, right? So as we intentionally engage the core in these movements and specifically before we're going to take a major movement where we're asking a certain joint to support us as we habit as we intentionally use the core we start to build a new habit and in that turnaround in that transition it is not the path of least resistance because we're not moving into habit which See, we lay down habit and when it runs on autopilot, it becomes the path of least resistance because we don't have to think about it. We have laid it down through unconscious habits. And here's a point to make. Everything we call unconscious habit, at one point it was conscious, right? We, maybe not with much forethought, but consciously chose to move in a way that didn't empower our core. And a lot of this is just habits in the Western world. I mean, we grew up sitting at desks for hours in school. And so we think that's okay. And no one ever taught us intentionally how to maybe counterbalance that very unnatural way to move the human body. So all this needs to take 
be taken into consideration. But very practically, the path of least resistance in body movement can mean you're just going with your unconscious habit and not thinking through optimal alignment and core strength as you move. And the cool thing about a regular yoga practice is that you can start to consciously repattern the way that you move. And then when you practice that enough, it becomes your new path of least resistance. And it's something that does serve the body. So specifically, again, for developing moving from the core in your asana practice, you start to be very aware of this sense of hugging the abdominal muscles back. I like shrink wrapping them back toward the spine, especially as you decide to go into a standing balance where the support is going to be transferred to one leg to one hip joint. You want a sense of levitation, hugging in and pulling upward so that the pelvis is drawn off, upward off the top of the femur bone. In a sense, you levitate the pelvis off the top of the thigh bone with your core strength. That intentional action as you begin to make it when before the path of least resistance was to dump into the hip joint, it's going to take a lot of consciousness. It will not be the path of least resistance. But as you practice it enough, it will start to run on autopilot, so to speak, and become your path of least resistance because you've trained yourself that way. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at life habits and behavioral patterns, even the way that we think about ourselves, other people in the world. What does path of least resistance mean there? And we'll also look at taking action in our lives towards betterment. You know, sometimes you think about, okay, I want to improve my life, or I want to stop doing that thing that I do that I know that sabotages me. Often, there's a, a fair amount of pressure that we feel when we decide we want to improve our lives. Oh, I better get to it. I better figure out my five-year plan, so to speak. And there is a lot of resistance to that change. Oh, it's going to be so much work. I don't know. I can barely get through the day. I don't know if I want to do that. And so path of least resistance in this aspect means instead of pressuring yourself to make these changes, be tender and wonder about them for a while until the path seems to come to you. In other words, wait for an inspired baby step before you start taking action on these big changes in your life. In that way, you are allowing a co-creative process with your inner being or your soul, or God, however you like to think about that supportive, loving, uber-intelligent energy that is with us that we often don't tap into, right? And, and when we, instead of trying to force change or pressure ourselves to change, which is the path of most resistance, right, that change is often not sustainable, nor is the process pleasant. And one of the precepts of yoga is how you do it is what you get. So 
you know, a resistant journey, a high pressure journey is going to lead to the same kind of energy at the destination. So the path of least resistance in this aspect is really about what's called Kriya in Sanskrit, which is inspired action, action that comes from that deep place inside you that just says, yes, let's roll up our sleeves and get this done with joy. So when we're making big change in our lives and we start to feel the mind take over and go, we got to make that to-do list and we've got to be our inner dictator and make sure that we work, work, work and do it and do it right and do it right and do it again. If we feel that welling up, we can say, hmm, look at me, I'm on the path of most resistance and take a breath, sit back, push yourself away from your desk or, or the the chores that you're doing and and remember the path of least resistance is the path of inspiration and sustainable change because if we're having to force change that means as soon as we stop the high pressure force we're going to slingshot back to the old habit but if we take the path of least resistance in these big life changes, which means the path of most inspiration, then the energy and the form are shifting together. And that's a sustainable change. You know those things that you've done that your whole self was involved in and there was joy and there was a big heart and soul feeling of, yes, this is the right thing. Those are the things that stick. They become part of who you are. And you don't, you don't bounce back. You've transformed. The old you didn't move forward. You became a new you. And that can only happen through the path of least resistance. Because without resistance, with pure inspiration, the whole you moves into the new. The whole you is transformed, not just some and the other parts are still recalcitrant back in the old habit. So to review, path of least resistance, it's a powerful concept. In body movement, it can mean that we're moving habitually, right? We're just following old, deeply carved neural networks, not thinking about it consciously or moving with clear intention. Now, if we have some really good unconscious habits, you know, some great patterns that are moving on autopilot, then path of least resistance in biomechanical movement is great. But we have to watch ourselves because generally we've got, you know, a list of things that needs to be cleaned up. So, path of least resistance is something that we want to be careful with in biomechanics and make sure that we have a level of presence and intention in the way that we're moving, especially as we're developing something like core centered movement, yeah, to protect our joints from overcompression. And then in our day to day, path of least resistance means we're really trusting that the deeper part of us wants to transform, wants to grow joyfully, to heal, to let go of pain-based, fear-based, self-sabotaging habits. 
but instead of forcing and pressurizing ourselves or pressuring ourselves to do these changes, we breathe with them and we wait for the path to come up to us. And when we feel inspired, when we feel that cellular level of, yes, I'm ready to take action, then we do. And that is the path of least resistance. So we want to look for those moments when we feel a lot of resistance to what we're about to do because that's an indication that we're sort of forcing ourselves to do it and and just a, the simple practice of waiting until you really feel the spaciousness and inspiration to do things like balance the checkbook or do your taxes or write that letter to your family member or organize the closet or clean out the garage. You know, all these things that we can all understand. Oh yeah, there's some resistance to those things. And if you find yourself force, force, forcing yourself to do these things and going in with a lot of resistance, your mind's grumbling while you do it, simply changing those habits and going, you know, I'm going to breathe with it and wait you'll find that there does come a time where you feel more inspired to sit down and do your taxes. Not necessarily, I mean, there are very few people who, who rub their hands together and feel like, oh, this is going to be delicious. It's tax time. But you know that if you're not going head on with resistance and instead you're waiting until you feel like, yeah, this is a good day. I'll make a cup of tea. I'll put on my favorite soothing jazz. And I'll just take my time and organize these numbers and get this done. It's going to feel good afterwards. I might even take myself to the beach. You, know, you, you sense that there does come a time when there is much less resistance and perhaps even a little inspiration at tax time. And if you learn to wait for those moments, then you're moving towards that positive aspect of a life that takes the path of least resistance. Thanks for tuning in.